Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to part two of a three-part mini-series here with Idea Decanter with Laura Garfield and Sharon Gotula, which I'm super happy to have both of them here. So here's the thing we talked to the first podcast was really about, well, who they are and really why they do what they do and why they're so passionate about video. But today we're going to talk about preparation because there's a lot of things that go into, in my opinion, shooting successful video. As we prepare for podcasts here, all of the voice talents at Top Advisor Marketing, we all have routines, you know, making sure that we have water handy, uh, making sure that our vocal cords are warmed up, uh, make sure that our energy is high, make sure that we do all of the equipment testing and all of those things. But video is kind of the next level. And so I definitely want to dive into this a little bit more with both of you today. So in preparation, where do we start? I would say lunges, uh, squats, <laughs> wind sprints, <laughs> maybe a, a cheese clip. So, so you, you want to have everybody just kind of a little bit shiny before they get on the video, huh? <laughs> Good cardiovascular uh, ability. No, I'm totally joking. We, we don't want to be shiny it. for video. Shiny's a no-no. <laughs> we actually have people say, can I push out my video shoot three weeks or four weeks so I can do a juice cleanse? That is not necessary. Wow. I don't care how long you want this video to be relevant. However green you need it to be, you don't need to juice cleanse. It's important to be yourself. But the camera adds like 90 pounds, guys. I mean, you know, but okay. <laughs> well... That's why we have the what to wear video so that people Ooh. can see what to wear because yes, the camera is unkind, but we do a few things on our end to help mitigate that fact. So one is we have this what to wear video where it will tell you like, do not wear a big chunky white fisherman sweater if you are worried about looking large, right? Um, you know, like, like the fashion houses will tell you black is always slimming. <laughs> solid colors are always classic mm -hmm. you know you can't go wrong with that but also we send out well if we're on location with you we are lighting you so that you look amazing mm -hmm. if we are doing idea kit we send out gear so that you are not relying on your overhead canned office light or your dining room chandelier to light you so that you look better you know lighting can do a lot it's amazing too what camera angles can do. And there's a reason why you see everybody's selfie pictures with their phone held up in the sky shooting down <laughs> on them. It's not because they really think the top of their head is great. It's because when you're looking up, you have a better jawline. Mm. So I see people DIYing video a lot where their camera is too low and it just gives you a double or a triple chin. It's not doing you any favors. So really getting your camera up to eye level is going to help you shed those 10 pounds, not the 75 you talked about, or 90. Well, I, I love, well, so go ahead. I'm sorry, Sharon, go ahead. I was going to say, there's, there is a whole psychological issue too with camera angles, which most people probably don't think about. But if you are shooting really low, 
you're getting nostril shots and whatever, but like what that does is it just makes you feel very separate from the mm -hmm. viewer. If you're shooting really high, then you're actually diminishing your power. So it makes you like, it makes you lower, more childlike maybe <laughs> from the height perspective. So we, like, we always try to shoot at eye level because at eye level, you are giving the impression that you are on the same level, that you are at the same intellectual level, the same ability level, whatever. There's this whole, I think it's subconscious the way we judge things because we look down on children, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, they'll say there's a hero pose, but the hero pose doesn't work well for a headshot. Hmm. The hero pose is for when it's a full body, like out in like a cowboy pose kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. You said the idea kit though, right? So let, let's talk about that really quick because one of the things that we hear in podcasting is oh my God, Matt, I have no idea what equipment to buy. I don't know what, what software. I don't know any of that stuff. You solve that problem for people since this podcast is about preparation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, I spent 20 years as a commercial photographer shooting with really expensive lightings and really expensive cameras. And I don't want to sound snotty, but I don't trust people to make the right decisions when they're going on amazon.com and picking out the lighting and whatever that they need. Now with the idea kit, you need an iPhone or an iPad. It only works right now with Apple products. So we've just taken out a lot of the barriers that people will have, right? People will be like, I want to do video and I'll get to it later because I don't know what to buy or I don't know how to start or whatever. So we're just trying to take away those barriers, make it easier for people. So we've gone through and found the best equipment for the best price point created a package that we can just ship out to clients and they don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. Even down to the lightning adapter for the phone because nobody knows where that's, what desk drawer that's in. Nobody knows, right? It's still in she the box it, perhaps. She makes it sound really easy, but I can tell you it has been one of the biggest headaches since the beginning of March of our business, reliably getting people gear right away. We used to be able to sign up a new client, put their gear in the mail, and mm -hmm. they'd have it in two days. And there has been some supply chain interruption with us through coronavirus. And it certainly doesn't take two days to get people gear these days. But I guess, you know, in light of all that's going on in everyone's life, I guess that's the least of our worries. <laughs> yeah, they, they ran out of our microphones, right? I mean, we couldn't go to any company, period, to buy any of our new clients' microphones because everybody, everything was gone. So, okay, let's dive in a little bit more deeply into preparation. So an advisor finally has the epiphany that putting a two-minute or less video on their website as a, hey, this is who I am and this is why you should, you know, at least listen to me. What do you do? How do you get them in the right mind frame, mindset? What, what sort of uh, coaching do you do? How do you prepare somebody before they ever or you actually ever hit record? Well, I think the first step is to get their story straight. And what that video that works on your homepage looks like is different for everyone. Some people may really want to hit hard the value prop. Some people may buy into the idea of telling a story, a why story. They just vary so much. We don't do cookie cutter videos. And so I think helping you figure out what 
what is authentic for you, what you feel like is the right messaging with some guidance from us. So really step one is finding that topic and then helping you be confident that this is the right thing and it's going to work on your website. And we do phone calls with people and interview them and you know help them through that process. I say we meaning Laura <laughs> and Tracy. <laughs> How how often do you run into an advisor that just, they got it? I mean, how, how much of that is coaxed out? How much of that is you hear something and you say, oh my God, if I hear another thing like this one more time in a video, it's going to drive me crazy. I mean, how how do you help? Maybe you can even give us a couple of the questions so that our listeners can start thinking about this before they pick up the phone or get on the website to call you guys. Usually I find that the most prepared people, the people who have the clearest vision and are on the right track have already worked with someone else. I think they may have done podcasting with you. They may have worked with a marketing strategy kind of coach. I do run across a lot of people who have been told that they need to perfect their why story. So, you know, we talked about Deirdre, but it could be Deirdre, it could be some other coach. Um, but those people usually are, are the farthest down the road as far as messaging when they get to us. But I think the important part is not to feel like you can't do it because you don't know what you want to say. We go through a process and you could do this in your own office of doing a discovery kind of the if think about just imagine for a moment your three favorite client or client couples that you wish you could clone if we were cloning people right now and what do they have in common what are their problems how do you help solve them we go through that whole process of really figuring out what those people need to hear and then how you help solve and that's really key messaging. And then while you're doing that, when you move into the scripting, you have to just do the simple tool of using the you. Uh, so many people think about talking to clients sort of in the third person as a broad general audience and video is a one-on-one -on -one communication tool, just like podcasting is. So it's us talking to the listener or in video, it's us talking to the viewer. So. It, you go through the script and you simply weed out anytime they're talking about people in the third person and you put in you. And as the viewer, that's what makes you sit up and it resonates with you. And you think, oh, he's talking right to me or she really knows what my problem is. So they get the equipment. You have a couple of calls with them. You help them figure out really what they're going to say and who they're going to say it to. Then what happens? Because, I mean, it, you know, Guys, uh, we are in the coronavirus world, right? Uh, still today, mm -hmm. everything is virtual. You guys used to, I mean, we used to hang out at conferences, right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and so now we're, we're not doing that anymore. I know you guys aren't either. And you guys probably aren't flying to do all of that lighting stuff that Sharon, you had talked about before. So how does it work from here? So the next step after you've decided that at least you want to try out the system. So we have a process where you don't you don't have to sign up for a 12 video contract at all. You can just do one video and test the waters. So once you decide you want to try it out, we're sending you the idea kit gear package. So you get lighting, you get stands, you get an iPhone clip, you get a microphone, and then you download this app on your phone. Once you schedule your shoot, 
one of us is there. You see our little heads in the app talking to you and helping you the whole way. And there's a teleprompter section so that you can run through your script that way. If you're doing a Q&A, then you see us and you can do a Q&A that way. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm behind the lens, basically, you know, you're, the client, you know, you're, you're just talking to this phone with my little head in it. I'm there listening the whole time. What's your cadence like? Is your energy level up? You know, we're there hand-holding you all the, every step of the way so that you get the best result possible. And it's video. So if you mess up, we just start it back up and, and keep going. So <laughs> you cut it all together, and then we upload those clips and send it to the editors. Well, I just I want to ask about editing just very, very quickly, because uh, on the first podcast, uh, you know, you guys had talked about uh, you might shoot 15 minutes of video and then it ends up being two minutes. Right. That's got to be freaking labor intensive and wildly expensive to find video editors who, one, understand what to cut out and what not to cut out. How, how do you even begin that process? We have to hire people who can spot a good story mm. and they know how to craft it. I mean, there's a story arc. Uh, there's little gold nuggets that you have to leave along the trail of a story to keep your viewer engaged. And it's just taken us some time to build a team that can help us produce that for advisors. And I will say if it's scripted, you know, you know the story up front. Mm -hmm. If it's a Q&A, then, you know, we've got to transcribe it and we've got to search through it and we've got to create that story. So what does the finished product look like? So we, we just shot the video. On, we saw Sharon, your little head in the phone, which just, I'm sorry, every time you said that, it just made me smile. I'm like, I remember. Anyway, um, so <laughs> seeing your head in the phone. And so uh, so you send it to the editors. The editors do what the editors do. Uh, then mm -hmm. the video goes back. And in, in, I'm kind of setting up the next podcast. But then they send it to compliance. Did they send it to compliance beforehand? Uh, help me with that. Uh, let's get kind of brass tacks here. <laughs> if it's pre-scripted, they are sending the script to compliance in advance. And then we do two rounds of re-edits with every video we do. We say the first round is for you and the second round is for compliance. So our clients request any changes they want to want made and we do those. And then we have them give it one last eagle eye and then um, pass it through compliance. And if compliance has any changes, we make those. And then what you've got is an MP4 that you can take and use in as many places as possible. And we've really made the um, feedback section of the video edits pretty easy for our clients. So our clients are going to a website and they can watch the video and they can stop the video and they can leave a comment that is tied exactly to that keyframe so that when we look at it, we're like, oh, we need to change it right here. They didn't like this graphic. They didn't like this stock video that we threw in to help illustrate their, their vocal. So it just makes it very simple for the client. They can create their edits in a very easy on their own time situation. They don't have to get on the phone with us. And then our editors can take that feedback and edit that video really, really quickly. 
Let's talk about time. We hear this all the time in the podcasting world. Uh, one, that they have unrealistic expectations on how quickly things will be turned around. So we need to talk about that. But the other part that they're concerned about is how much of their personal time this entire process is going to take. So walk me through both of those, please. We just had a client this morning. We we had finished a big project and we were doing a, a project wrap call where we'd like to ask, you know, how did our process go for you? And he said that the most anxious he was through the whole thing was after he recorded the anticipation of seeing the edited video. And there's so much excitement. And that's probably why you get the questions in podcasting. People are just excited to yeah. see how it comes together. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, we do three videos in a single record session. So once people have tried, <clears throat> tried it out, we move into a cadence where they're only having to think about video once a quarter. When you're running a business, when you're building a book, you've got a lot on your hands and thinking about video once a month is, it's a lot, frankly. And so we project manage them through scheduling a quarterly record session, planning for those topics and those videos, and then getting them to review all pretty close to each other. And then they've got sort of three videos ready to dole out over the coming months, which is how we typically operate. Um, but we get them the first draft about 10 business days after their shoot. And if they're shooting three videos, we're getting the next video about five days after that and the next video about five days after that. And sometimes Sharon wants to strangle me because <laughs> as our business has scaled, <laughs> it's become a little bit like drinking from a fire hose, but it's a good problem to have. Well, you know, we were talking about this earlier this morning, Matt, how when it was just Laura and I, we would just drop everything and get something done and it could get done quickly. And I think a lot of people have these growing pains. Like when you're doing it yourself, you just get it done and it's out the door. But now that there's like this little chain of command, like it does feel like we need more buffer time, right? You know, you just like, like Laura's like, I need it now. And then I go to the editor and I'm like, we need it now. And then they have to <laughs> drop everything they're doing and they have to edit it and bring it to me. I review it. If I like it, it goes to Laura. If I don't like it, it goes back to the editor. So there's, there's just a little bit of, you know, it's sort of like how all of our dads have probably said, like, if you want something done, do it yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, we have to get over that mentality and just give ourselves like a little bit of time for other yeah, people to get it done for us. At the beginning of the business, we were really making the donuts. That's all we did was we made the donuts and <laughs> we have transitioned into just enjoying the donuts. <laughs> managing the donuts. <laughs> yes, that that has been uh, rescinding that control has always been as an entrepreneur, one of the most difficult things that we found too um, mm -hmm. here, at, here at Top Advisor Marketing. Now, in preparation of the video and through your discovery process, let, let's, let's say how many hours does it take for that advisor every quarter, if they're going to engage you quarterly, to shoot those three videos and also to make sure that they're mentally prepared, and have all of the scripting and all of that stuff done that you guys need to do in order for them to execute those videos. What what time commitment, because I just hear that so often, what time commitment is the mm -hmm. advisor going to have to get these three videos out? Well, we do something called a muse session with some of our clients. So some of our clients want to take the first stab at writing their own script. Mm -hmm. And some people prefer to do more of a download phone call. So if you were going the muse session route, it would be a 30-minute time block where we would talk about these three video topics 
after that, a couple of days later, you're going to get three scripts in your inbox. And just whatever time it takes you to review three scripts, and then the hour record session, and then you've got three two to three minute videos to review. So it's really pretty low drag as far as time goes. When Kirk and I decided to start Top Advisor Marketing, one of the first things that we decided was we don't want the advisor to do pretty much anything because advisors don't need to be told what they do. They need to have somebody freaking do it for them, which is exactly <laughs> your model, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, we I'm like stuck. To... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, we like to eliminate any barriers. Yes. Like I said before, just any barriers to no yeah. <laughs> or to yes. And any barriers to yes is what I mean to say. Well, so I'm stuck on something because you use the word you, right, as the focus of the how you're going to present the information. But when I see videos, one of the things that gets me is when I feel like they're talking at me, not talking to me. Mm-hmm. Can, can you help our audience with that? Well, I was going to say one of it just takes me back to like our core values as idea to canter is that to be organic and to be authentic. And I think anytime that you are being self-indulgent and talking about what you want to talk about without considering what the problems you're solving are, it comes off as talking at people. I think if you have if you if you're speaking in a way that is involving your clients' needs and your clients' problems and you're giving them solutions rather than just sort of preaching your brilliance, you will always connect on a stronger and deeper level with your audience. One of the biggest mistakes I see advisors make is just trying to be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. And you really do have to pick your lane and stick in it. If you give the same kind of advice, the same kind of information everybody else out there is giving. It doesn't set you apart from the crowd. There's no differentiation. But if you have some information that really matters to a specific target audience, let's say you work with a bunch of physicians and physicians are facing uh, the do more with less uh, kind of crunch of getting swallowed up by the hospital systems, what kind of problems can you solve for them? Make videos about those kind of problems. We have a client who has a good portion of his client roster who works who work at Boeing. And he said, well, you know, I keep hearing from my clients that Boeing's putting some pressure on older employees to switch out of the pension plan and into the 401k. And they keep coming to me about that. Well, that's great content. What are their questions? How are you answering them? And, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be a, we need to sit down and talk and figure out what the right answer is for you. But that kind of content is valuable, not just for his clients, but it's going to be so valuable that they're going to want to share it with other employees at Boeing. And he's got the exact kind of referability that we're all after. All right. When it comes to preparing uh, to shoot your video and to have a successful video shoot, what should I have asked you guys uh, that I didn't? What did I miss? Well, I think one, um, one question that we answer all the time is like, how do I look good on camera? I'm nervous. You know, I can totally relate because of where I come from, but we have like we have these tips that just help people. And I think for podcasting, it might be the same, mm-hmm. right? So one is to just calm down. And so we we tell people about square breathing. We had done a video for a medical client 
God, the first first or second year of our business and we interviewed this yoga instructor and she told us about the square breathing where you breathe in and then you hold it and then you breathe out and it just lowers your tension, it lowers your heart rate. And so we, we have that like sort of these physical things that you can do. There's the whole stand like a superhero pose to make you feel powerful and confident. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those things that speech people will tell you, right? The people who are out there public speaking. And then also, you know, it's, it's just you, me, the iPhone, no one's watching. No one knows what you originally said. Like the, the final product is going to be you at all the best moments that we spend together. I think it's important to think about the camera, your phone, or however you're recording. Think about someone standing behind it, someone you care about, and talk to the recording the way you would talk to that person. Explain it the way you want them to receive it. And I think something that a lot of people do skip over is preparing. If you're doing a scripted video, you have every opportunity to prepare. We just talked to a client who told us that he read through his script at least a hundred times before he did his record session. Yeah, out loud. Making sure that he knew the words he wanted to hit, how he wanted his inflection and his cadence to go. Now that is over the top, but when you asked how much time you, you should reserve or expect to spend a quarter, I think, adding in 30 minutes of practicing your scripts mm -hmm. is a really great idea. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. One is downloading a free app to your phone and loading your script into it. So you work at reading from a teleprompter before you're actually getting recorded doing it. Another way to practice is to just to simply print off your script and go into the bathroom and stand in front of the mirror mm -hmm. and make some eye contact with yourself. See what you look like if you're you're robotic and your arms are at your side and you're not moving at all and you look uncomfortable, that's how you're going to look on video. Thank God for podcasting <clears throat> because I, I, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I mean, we're, we're able to see each other here, but our, our audience, uh, you know, only gets to hear uh, my voice. They don't see the, the terror on my face or, uh, you know, uh, any of those sorts of things. Well, well, guys, this was awesome. So, so this was part two. Uh, the first part was uh, talking about a little bit about Idea Decanter and, and how it began. This one was about how to prepare for your video to make sure that you're all ready to go. And I'm assuming at this point, there are going to be people who want to reach out. Now, you guys do have some communication pieces and also some ways for them to engage you. Let's talk about that before we wrap up today's podcast. Yeah, we're really committed to sharing tips and tricks about video marketing, we send them out once a week and it's super easy to find your way onto our list. That's at the bottom of our website. And if you have questions about how it works or just wanna know a little bit more about building your own video marketing strategy, we do have a link on our website to schedule a call. It's free and all you're giving up is a little bit of time and hopefully we're giving you some great answers. Our website's idea decanter with an er.com i signed up for the for the mailing list i love the videos uh in the first video you uh sharon you talked about the uh or maybe it was this one uh the chunky fisherman sweater uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the video that you guys have with that and like uh, i i don't know i think laura you're wearing uh like the loudest clothing and you know it just mm -hmm. mismatched and it's it was it was a really great visual to to put all of that into perspective because <laughs> you know people just really don't think about it so anyway uh so thank you guys very much for part two of this three-part mini series now this next one is the one that you're really going to want to tune into even more because we're going to talk about how to use video 
to market your business. So for Laura and for Sharon and everybody here at Top Advisor Marketing, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.